Hi everyone, welcome back to Decoding Seafood. Today we have invited Gigi Eats, an influencer and content creator with over 2 million views in YouTube and many 376,000 followers on Instagram. Hi Gigi, tell us about what you do and the type of content you create. Yeah, so I'm Gigi, also known as the Salmon Queen because I eat eight to 10 pounds of salmon every single week. Every single one of my meals includes salmon in some capacity. Typically it's the entire meal, but every so often I might throw some chicken or beef in there. Uh, not too often though, because for some reason my body just craves salmon. And because of my quote unquote obsession, if you will, that is the type of content that I create on social media platforms such as uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all of the other platforms out there. Um, I actually have a lot of autoimmune diseases and food allergies and intolerances. So a lot of food groups don't mesh well with me, uh, but one food in particular that does is salmon, which is why I really do gravitate towards it. It makes me feel so, so good. And when I realized that this was the case, I decided I wanted to focus intently on salmon, what the health benefits were, why I it was making me feel so good, the different types of salmon and different cooking methods and just, you know, really diving in, so, uh, you know, pun intended, in regards to everything that salmon embodies. And I actually just published my second book uh, called Seduced by Salmon because I truly want to seduce everyone with salmon. I actually published it a week ago. So it's on Amazon. Um, there's a hard copy and a Kindle copy. There's 69 recipes as well as information pertaining to the health benefits of salmon, different types of salmon, different cooking methods, then the controversies between farm-raised and, and wild-caught, and then, you know, the environmental problems potentially and so on and so forth. So I, I really dive into all of the areas that people have a lot of questions on. And I also bring up a lot of things that people didn't know about, like for instance, and I'm sure you're well aware, there's so many different types of salmon, but people only think that there's one type and then they have this negative connotation potentially to this quote unquote one type of salmon. But when I open their eyes to the different variations of salmon, they're like, oh, so I have to go try that one instead of the one I'm currently eating. And then they wind up loving it. So it's really, it, it, it makes me very happy when I open people's eyes to the ideas and facts that there are lots of different types of salmon out there. And then when they tell me that they love it, I'm like, well, these are the health benefits that coincide with salmon um, eating. And it, it just makes me very happy. <laughs> So, Gigi, from your perspective and knowledge, what are the differences between the salmon options out there? Which ones do you feel are better for cooking and that are easier to prepare? Do some taste different? What is your experience with each of them? Well, there's farm-raised salmon, also known as Atlantic salmon or Norwegian salmon, but then there's also king salmon and coho salmon and sockeye salmon and pink salmon and chum salmon, and those are wild salmon. So the Norwegian Atlantic um, salmon, if you will, is farm-raised, but the rest of them are wild. 
And the difference is, is the wild caught salmon is a lot leaner than farm raised salmon because we don't necessarily know what it's eating. And it's also not in a controlled environment. So it has to, you know, swim upstream into the, into the ocean and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the farm raised salmon, it's, you know, contained to a pen and it is fed specific things. And what I love about farm raised salmon is that these days the practices are, you know, such that they want to create a salmon that is insanely healthy, packed full of omega-3 fatty acids. So the fish supplementation is full of other fish that are very fatty, as well as krill and other oils and supplements that can really enhance the nutritional profile of the salmon. Mm. I adore that about about farm-raised salmon. And I'm not gonna lie, farm-raised salmon, in my personal opinion, 20 times tastier than wild caught. I, I side with Atlantic salmon 110% when it comes to quick, easy, fast, not a lot of seasonings uh, because Atlantic salmon is so much fattier than wild caught that it needs, in my personal opinion, I only use salt on my salmon. I don't think it needs anything else. I think sauces really take away from the delicious fatty flavor of the salmon. However, mm -hmm. with wild caught salmon, I think you do need extra seasonings. I think you do need sauces and you need far less cooking time because if you cook it, say for 30 minutes, it's going to be insanely dry. Whereas Atlantic salmon, if you cooked a, say 10, a 10 ounce piece of salmon for 30 minutes, it would be cooked all the way through, but it wouldn't be dry because it is such a fatty fish that the, the fat would just continue to ooze out. I think salmon is really misconceptualized as being something that's really hard to, to cook when in fact it is exactly the opposite. You just need to know what type of salmon you are going to cook. So if you got a filet of sockeye salmon, you cook that in your air fryer or your oven for literally 10 to 15 minutes at 400 degrees and you're good to go. You don't want to cook it any longer than that. And you may even want to cook it a little bit less. You need to, you know, use some olive oil, salt and pepper, maybe a little garlic. If you like things spicy, you know, add a little cayenne pepper, um, or you can, you know, create a marinade of some sort for that fish. But with Atlantic salmon, I always throw mine in the air fryer at 400 for 28 degrees. I personally, or excuse me, for 28 minutes. I personally mm -hmm. like my salmon cooked all the way through. But if you don't, um, then I would say 400 for 20, 22 minutes, something of that nature. And again, I just use maybe a little olive oil to rub, rub it down just so it doesn't stick to the bottom of the air fryer or the pan you're using for the oven and uh, salt. I mean, you can use pepper, but it's weird. My palate is such that um, even pepper is too spicy for me. You know, the, there definitely is a smell. I have become immune to it. So I never know if, you know, my house smells like fish because I'm just like, that's just what my house smells like. For instance, we were moving from Colorado to Georgia where I currently live and I cooked fish before our real estate agent came over and like showed our house to prospective buyers. And after they left, she called us and she was like, hey, could you do us a favor and not cook fish before people come in your house? And I was like, wait, 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 what? Something smelled? I don't quite get that. Um, so then I started cooking things outside so no one would complain. That being said, um, I believe that, you know, it, it's, it's all about how old the fish is. If the fish is 
older than say, I mean, it really, uh, again, it depends on the age, but it, it depends on the transportation time from the boat or from the farm that it was caught at to the time it gets to the market to the time it gets to your kitchen. And I believe that salmon can last in your refrigerator fresh for about three, four days. Um, frozen, it can last six to eight months, maybe even longer if you're lucky. Um, but in terms of the smell, uh, if you get fresh enough fish, you really shouldn't come into that sort of problem. Um, mm -hmm. My husband doesn't like the smell of fish, but he never complains about my salmon. He'll complain <laughs> about other seafood that I cook, that's for sure. But that's because I really look for quality. And if if I'm, for, for instance, buying salmon that is, comes in the package, that's like pre-portioned. I always make sure that the expiration date is, you know, maybe a week or two later, even though I would only, you know, keep it in my refrigerator for three to four days maximum, but it goes in literally five minutes. Um, and, or I would ask the fishmonger, if you go to the counter and you ask, when did you get the shipment in? Was it previously frozen? And ask questions like, where did the salmon come from exactly? And I always recommend people do their research. If you ask uh, the fishmonger or if you see the package and you see the brand name on it, whip out your phone, Google where it comes from, and then you can do all your due diligence to make sure that you're getting the best salmon out there. I'm very particular with what I put in my body, so I like to know. Obviously, not everyone is the same way, so... I mean, my one, my one thing I would tell people is just, just ask questions, go to the fish guy, the fish guy or the fish girl, whoever is at the counter and ask that it's as simple as that they're, they're there to help you. So use them. Oh, I, I get bombarded with uh, emails, DMs, uh, even just, you know, responses to any of the things that I post, questions about salmon all the time. Um, I had actually mentioned that I was writing a salmon book about a year ago, and I have been constantly asked, when is your book available? When is your book available? Just because they have so many questions in terms of cooking preparations, in terms of the different types, in terms of why their salmon didn't come out exactly the way that um, I had recommended, and it's typically because they're not using Atlantic salmon, they're using wild caught. And uh, then I just, I, I guide them through the whole process. And they're like, hey, what should I do with the salmon I got? And the first thing that I say is, can you take a picture of it and send it to me? Because if they show me what salmon they are working with, I know exactly how to take care of it. So, you know, a lot of times people will just buy wild caught salmon because they think that's the better route to take. And I'll see that and I'm like, okay, you need to cook that um, either pan fried. Personally, I think pan frying wild caught salmon is one of the best methods just because you can really like, you know, sear it on both sides real quick. And then you have that nice juicy slash rare interior that I think wild caught salmon needs. Um, and, but if they show me a picture of farm raised salmon, I, I like silently cheer to myself. I'm like, yeah, you did a good job. <laughs> And I tell them those preparations, but yes, um, over the course of however long I've been doing this, I mean, I, I think I was quote unquote dubbed the salmon queen about eight years ago. I remember someone saying, oh my God, you're the salmon queen. And it just kind of stuck. I was like, I like that ring to it. Um, so 
people just, you know, and the fact that I post about salmon pretty much every single day. And if I don't post about salmon, I post like chicken wings or I post a, a random dessert that I made my family. They're like, where's the salmon? What, what, what's going, are you sick? Where, where, where'd she go? Or is there salmon in that pie? Like I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> But that's also something I've been doing as of late. I've been quote unquote salmonifying everything. So I made salmon cake pops. I've made salmon cinnamon buns. I've made salmon into a pie before. Um, I've made cinnamon toast salmon. I've I've really exhausted everything in regards to turning things into salmon. <laughs> it's it's based it's like the uh, number two most popular fish out there number one being tuna obviously but mm-hmm. number one number two is salmon absolutely and i've been seeing it more and more pop up all over my instagram feed and i see other people doing recipes with salmon and i'm like a little bit uh taken aback like no 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 salmon's mine what are you doing let let me be the one to approve this recipe thank you no but i mean i'm very happy to see that i i mean one of my biggest things is i'm trying to advocate eating more salmon i'm even trying to convince all the vegans out there that need to eat salmon um and i have i have actually turned some vegans into pescatarians and or just carnivores in general um so that's uh, a win for me in my mind but I, I have absolutely seen it. Thus, that is why I feel like more and more people are um, knocking at my door, if you will, asking questions in regards to how to prepare it and what the health benefits are. And I've had so many people and it really it makes me feel so good uh, for them. They res- they message me and they're like, you know, you've really changed my life. Uh, consuming far more salmon has really made me feel so much better. Like their digestive issues. One of my biggest things is I have a lot of digestive issues thanks to my um my autoimmune diseases and food intolerances. But salmon helps that. It just it's my go to food when I know like. I need to make sure my stomach doesn't hurt that day, for instance. Mm-hmm. And I really recommended that to so many people and they always come and thank me for it because salmon really is just like so easy to digest, yet it also offers those omega-3 fatty acids that are not only filling because it's a fat and fat is the most caloric uh, macronutrient out there, but it also helps with your hair, your skin, your nails, your vivacity, your heart health. It lowers your cholesterol levels. Just there's so many uh, benefits from omega-3 fatty acids out there that I try to um, tell everybody because, you know, salmon's not only the most delicious protein in my personal opinion, but it also is one of the healthiest things that you could possibly eat too. I love Moella Atlantic salmon and I love that it is available at Target. Um, actually, I'm not going to lie. You guys get a plug in my book because um, I actually have a little section about where I get most of my salmon. And I mentioned that Target has your salmon available. Um, I love the portion sizes. Uh, I mean, granted, I'll eat like three packages and then I'll be full. But other people tend to like, you know, one, maybe two of those fillets. So I like that it's pre-portioned. I also like that you guys have a variety. So you have different herbs and spices on different fillets. You also have it on cedar plank. It also comes in a big side. Um, so I have never had any problems with Moe at all. Uh, in fact, it's one of my favorites, absolutely. And I mean, I've made it in a tremendous amount of ways. When I was creating the recipes in my cookbook, I actually used it a lot to create a lot of the recipes. And I'm not gonna lie, I love it raw too. It's, it's, it's that 
high quality in my personal opinion that raw is delicious um yeah no i have had no problems whatsoever and you know some people are like "Ooh, buying salmon at target like that's where i buy my toothpaste but i'm like target has a grocery section that is can can be i guess some some stores aren't as great as other ones but they have sections where they really offer high quality products and i mm. love that bowie is available at an affordable price so people will want to buy it and feel good about buying it and not feel guilty that they spent say $25 a pound on salmon wild caught mind you because usually wild caught is way more expensive than farm raised and um they can feel good about eating it and they can put it on their um their meal roster every week for instance that's what i'm really trying to get people to do just incorporate it into their weekly meal regime i've always been a farm raised girl um before moe and even now i have always been into the farm raised honestly because it's fattier and my favorite macronutrient is fat um, I just, I, I absolutely love it. And, and, um, yeah. So like when I was younger, um, I actually ran away from home because my parents tried to feed me salmon for dinner. It was wild salmon. And I was like, that's disgusting. No, thank you. So I ran away from home. They were very upset. And I remember just hiding in the woods being like, haha, you guys can't find me. Um, and then eventually I went home because I was hungry and I went into the fridge and I ate that salmon and my dad, who happens to be a really good cook, I like to call him a chef, but he's just a really good cook because he wasn't classically trained or anything, but um, he created it where he poached it in like olive oil and white wine with, you know, some herbs, spices, onions, garlic, that sort of thing. And the reason why I really loved that preparation was because the oil, the olive oil he used infused the salmon with even more fat. And obviously when I was younger, everyone was advocating you eat wild salmon and wild salmon alone because back back then and you know when farming of salmon started there was no real regulation so the salmon was being fed anything there was a lot of you know hormones and antibiotics and that sort of thing so it wasn't getting the healthiest wrap but nowadays after doing tons and tons and tons of research on farm-raised salmon i really feel absolutely content if not better eating farm-raised salmon because i know what the salmon is eating. Obviously, there are some times like when I go out to a restaurant, I'm not entirely sure what, what that farm-raised salmon is eating. But uh, at the same time, I typically eat at home mostly. So I know generally that the salmon that I'm buying and eating is fed things that are beneficial to me. So that's why I believe that farm-raised salmon and why, and why I've been on the farm-raised salmon kick for prior to working with Moe is because I have done all of this research realizing that farm-raised salmon is really not as bad as people have said it is. And, you know, here's another thing. It's like a lot of people, quote unquote, go on a diet. And when they think diet, they think boiled chicken and broccoli. But I'm like, there's so much more to 
quote unquote, getting rid of not so good for you foods and incorporating healthier ones. It's not just chicken and broccoli, it's salmon and avocado and, you know, mackerel, if you want to get even more quote unquote exotic with the fish um, and asparagus. And, you know, there's so many healthy foods out there that people just don't really associate with going on a diet, if you will, because they're just ingrained to think that chicken and broccoli is the only the only thing they're allowed to eat. But when I, I help people with this, this world, because a lot of people do come to me for dietary advice. Um, I, I always just continually tell them like, look, salmon is absolutely delicious and it won't make you feel like you're on a diet. If that's, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, like my book, for instance, I don't include any grains or any, um, dairy or anything like that, because that is my lifestyle because of my autoimmune diseases and my food intolerances. Um, but I even write in my introduction, like, despite the fact that I don't incorporate these specific ingredients, it doesn't mean that you're going to miss them because these recipes are so balanced that you're going to think this is just another, another meal I made. No, no big deal. Um, and that's what I'm really trying to advocate is eating healthier without thinking that you're missing out on anything. And I think salmon really helps accomplish that because of its fatty profile. My, my, my advice for going out to eat would be just, again, ask questions. Um, that is one thing that I always do. I always ask questions, how things are prepared. What can I take off of, you know, this menu item? What can I substitute? Uh, I also research menus before I go to restaurants. It's, you know, not going to lie. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I think part of the reason why I love to do that is because it helps spur my creativity in the kitchen. So I'll see a recipe or not a recipe, excuse me, I'll see a menu listing for salmon prepared a specific way. And I'm like, oh, that actually sounds like a really good idea. Let me see if I can do the Gigi spin in the kitchen. Um, and then I'll obviously look at other menu items too, not necessarily salmon. And I'll also get ideas from those as well. You guys go on over to Target because you need some of that salmon. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, I, I truly believe that everyone needs to try and incorporate salmon at least once a week, once a week. And my DMs are always open. So you're always allowed to come and message me. I respond to literally every single DM I get. So I will not ignore you. I am there to help. Um, and again, salmon is the best guys. It's the best. Sorry, tuna salmon is the thing. <laughs> Salmon is the best. <laughs> Thank you, Gigi. I really enjoyed having you in today's episode. The various salmon options have their uniqueness. According to Wikipedia, for wild-caught salmon, the Chinook salmon is also known as king salmon and considered by many to be the best tasting of the salmon bunch with high fat content and corresponding rich flesh that ranges from white to a deep red color. The coho salmon is sometimes called silver salmon due to his skin. Coho has a bright red flesh and a slightly more delicate texture than Chinook salmon, but a similar flavor. Pink salmon are the most common Pacific salmon, and it is light-colored, flavored flesh, and low-fat content. Pink salmon are often canned, but also sold fresh, frozen, and smoked. Sockeye salmon are noted for their bright red-orange flesh and deep, rich flavor. The commercially sold sockeye is wild-caught in the sea as they move upstream to spawn. As global population continues to grow and fish continues to earn more popularity, aquaculture industry continues to become relevant to farm-raised fish. 
Most farmed salmon are Atlantic salmon. Uh, wild populations of Atlantic salmon are generally at very low levels, and their commercial harvest is limited. Farm-raised fish are hatched, raised, and harvested under controlled conditions, comparable to other farmed animals. The most popular farm-raised salmon is Atlantic salmon. But in recent years, coho and steelhead trout have entered the aquaculture space. The main sources of coho salmon are the United States for wild-caught fish, and for farm-raised, this species is found in Chile, Canada, and Japan. According to MASH.com on an article about fish, for families who regularly have fish on the dinner menu, there's a high likelihood salmon is a favorite. And around two-thirds of the U.S.'s salmon comes from farms, with the majority of those farms located in Chile, Norway, and Canada. A relatively small amount is sourced from farms in Maine and Washington. The other third is wild-caught, and that makes it very, very important to know exactly what the difference is when you're shopping for your family. There are a lot of differences between the two. Thanks again for listening to Decoding Seafood, and stay tuned for our upcoming pod with more to learn about seafood and especially salmon and other fin fish.